0: This is a Retail Insider podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now, for this podcast, we wanted to do one final acknowledgement of Nordstrom as it took its final gasps of air in the Canadian marketplace over this last week. Now, media has been flooding our news feeds with a range of opinions on the exit of Nordstrom as the chain unwound its 10 years of operations in Canada. Now, its death march began back in March 2023 as it announced it was going to shutter its Canadian operations, but then things got promptly real as it pulled the plug on the website at that point. So next up was the seven off-price or discounted stores called Nordstrom Rack, which shuttered in mid-May, leaving the six full-price stores called simply Nordstrom to hold liquidation sales to offload as much product before closing last week. So now we've crossed that finish line, and the final remnants of Nordstrom being these full-price stores have closed across Canada. So Craig, to recap, yes, it's 10 years ago in, I think, 2014, where Calgary opened up the first full-price store and then it popped up in Vancouver, Toronto, and Ottawa. So a lot of Canadians have seen and shopped at these stores. So now, 10 years later, and it's now shuttered. What's your thoughts, Craig?
1: Well, goodness me. I mean, yes, Nordstrom has officially vacated the Canadian market in terms of having stores. Last week, oh my goodness, <laughs> I think it was on Daily Hive and probably other social media, uh, there were some really startling videos of employees at Nordstrom smashing the heck out of fixtures in the store. It was a bit of a
0: farewell well, and for me. It just triggered like the Vancouver riots back in the day around the Olympics. But yeah, the optics of that was not so great for me.
1: It seemed fitting and it was also
0: really brutal yeah, to see like sledgehammer
1: uh, rather shocking. And uh, it was just jarring. I put it on, on the retail insider Instagram page as a, as a repost. Uh, and, uh, people were reacting with shocked comments and whatnot. And, uh, Um, You know, I agree. I mean, that's why I posted it on there. Yeah. And there's a lot of context that people didn't have. Like when you take a look at
0: the Vancouver riot, people just wanted to break stuff just to break stuff or steal stuff. This was not the case for that. There is likely a reason or rationale as to why people were breaking things with sledgehammers.
1: Now, retailers, uh, in some cases, do have to actually destroy certain things just at the end of these sorts of situations. Yeah. And we don't have any internal memo from Nordstrom
0: confirming the suspicion, but it would make sense that if you have branded fixtures and
1: shelving and that they would have to be destroyed. This has happened in the past with such things as when Disney had originally left Canada over a decade ago and then left. More recently, during the pandemic, as well, I don't know about the second time in terms of uh, uh, things being destroyed, in terms of fixtures and whatnot from the store, as well as perhaps some product. But nevertheless, the just the optics of the people with sledgehammers, you know, bashing things to pieces in the store was just a, quite a shock. So when when you take a look at the downtown Vancouver Nordstrom full
0: price store, it was a Sears Canada before, and they spent a whole lot of time and effort to bring it up to the current look and feel of the full price Nordstrom. And it was beautiful. So it was shocking to me to see sledgehammers going to a store like that, because at the end of the day, it just was sad and kind of a waste.
1: So about 10 weeks ago, I posted a personal Instagram story as well. Uh, We had been at Yorkdale with JC Williams group, Dustin and I our editor in chief. And um, I just, I had this moment. We walked through the Yorkdale Nordstrom store and I thought, this is a nice looking store. It is. It's well-built. It looks beautiful. What an incredible waste. And and I did put out a bit of a message that was slightly scathing. I just said Nordstrom was leaving Canada with his tail between his legs. And this is an embarrassment. I don't think that Nordstrom put in a full effort in Canada to uh, to be a great retailer. Uh, it put in a okay effort, I think. I mean, the stores overall were pretty decent, but uh, I think some were in the wrong locations. And I think that uh, they didn't bring the right brands in. And we know over the years that some of these brands have been secured by retailers such as Holt Renfrew and Hudson's Bay. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, uh, what did Nordstrom have to offer to uh, Canadian consumers that wasn't already available in the market?
0: Yeah, and I think that you could get all
1: the brands that were at Nordstrom at
0: other locations. And that's a problem.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you think about, if I'll call it a department store. Um, I don't know if Nordstrom could be technically called a department store. But at this point, uh, we can go online and buy the same stuff. We can go to the brand stores that are individually, say, in the same mall. And buy that stuff, whether or not that's Nike or whether or not that's, you know, Chanel cosmetics or whether or not that's a pair of on running shoes. Uh, These are all things that we can get somewhere else within uh, Nordstrom stores, Montclair items. Uh, uh, Not many of the brands that were at Nordstrom were not available elsewhere. And there's exceptions to that, too. Like Delvo was a Belgian brand of like handbags
0: and wallets and such of leather goods. That was in the Vancouver and Toronto um, uh, full-priced Nordstroms as well. So now that they've all shuttered, um, I went into the Holt Renfrew in downtown Vancouver and was able to talk to their new concession that just
1: opened up there. And then uh, it spoke to Jody Wolf uh, who I got to run through Yorkdale. I didn't have a chance to get up there in time. And uh, Jody said there's no Delvo at Holt Renfrew there. So it looks like just Vancouver for now has it, but... Uh, um, remains to be seen that was one of very few brands you could only get at Nordstrom in Canada and I don't know how well the brand was doing so I I think it probably would do better at Holt Renfrew anyways because Holt Renfrew gets a wealthier shopper and that's the feel
0: I got from the downtown Vancouver full-fledged Nordstrom as well but I've never been to the American Nordstrom stores so how are they different from the Canadian variants
1: I think Nordstrom was a little bit different than the American stores Uh, I was in Las Vegas recently I got to go to a Nordstrom store there. One thing I thought was interesting about the American Nordstrom stores is they seem to be dropping some designer brands. They they don't have as many as they had before. This was an issue in Canada as well. But the the former creative director that had left uh, Nordstrom, uh, Jeffrey, who also had a store there, I think he had a lot of relationships with brands and now that there's a new person that's come in uh, to replace him, I think they're going to start building some of those relationships again. So you'll see some more designer brands. And besides brands, how's the overall company doing in the United States? San Francisco market is finished for Nordstrom, which is a little bit shocking. They've announced that they're going to be closing their downtown uh, uh, San Francisco store. Uh, sales have absolutely tanked. It's also tanked in the shopping center with Westfield uh, defaulting on its mortgage and uh, handing over the keys to, uh, To its lender to basically take over the operations of the Westfield San Francisco Shopping Center. I don't know how Bloomingdale's feels about that, but um, this is quite a time for them. But anyways, that's sort of a sidetrack here. But, uh, you know, Nordstrom in the United States overall is a pretty decent retailer. Not to say that the Canadian operations were bad, but uh, I think they were a little bit different. I also miss having a piano player at Nordstrom, but that's for older people that might remember this uh, being a part of the store's.
0: And now that Nordstrom Canada has completed its exit, it's done, everything is closed. What are you finding is the sentiment
1: in the Canadian marketplace now that it's closed? I will say that I have spoken to some Nordstrom shoppers in Canada who are actually sad to see it go because they had sales associates that would put stuff aside for them and say, you know, this might fit you, this might look good on you. And uh, some Canadians had established these relationships with some of these brands. Uh, That's really too bad. I mean, they're going to have to find other places to shop. And what do you think they're going to do? Uh, they'll be able to do it. I mean, there's brands out there. Maybe they'll go online. Uh, there were brands in Nordstrom that uh, have websites and uh, also have standalone stores in Canada and are available in other retailers. So uh, people will be able to find these brands. Uh, it, it's it's going to happen. It's just a matter of uh, of locating it. But it won't be at Nordstrom anymore. And will people shop on the Nordstrom American website and do you know customs over to Canada? I highly doubt it. Uh, maybe a few, but probably not that many. Maybe some people from Vancouver will go down to the Seattle store to shop because they were doing that before Nordstrom <laughs> entered the Canadian market anyways. So,
0: And now that Canadians are looking at Nordstrom Canada in our rear view mirrors, there was a lot of speculation on what the void of Nordstrom Canada would leave behind in the Canadian retail marketplace. So in your opinion, there's been quite a bit of time that Nordstrom Canada hasn't really effectively been here, right? Like liquidation sales doesn't really count as fully operating in Canada. So are you seeing any early indicators on what the Canadian economy or, or retail environment is, is doing as a result of this departure?
1: We may see some headwinds for retail in Canada, and uh, this would have probably hit Nordstrom uh, before it closing. And I think it's going to probably continue to hit retailers that are not catering to that top luxury market. Uh, If you look at where things have gone with inflation and you look at where the cost of living has gone just generally, you you look at real estate prices, whether or not a person is renting a home or looking to buy it uh, with interest rates going up, with rents going up, with the cost of food going up, uh, a lot of consumers out there that may have been aspirational and were looking at buying uh, certain goods or even more expensive goods or even just mid-price goods have stopped shopping. And uh, this is a huge concern for retail. I knew that our real estate prices were going to bite us in the ass eventually here in Canada because you look at a place like Texas where uh, you know you can buy a home for a reasonable price, and the salaries are actually pretty high, and the taxes are not terrible. On top of that, too, uh, people there can afford to buy more stuff. So Americans generally have a better, you know, a higher buying power than Canadians. We you know, look like a prosperous country. We have all kinds of great retail. Our malls are doing so much better overall than in the United States. And I think retail here is thriving. And it shocks me because uh, Americans have more money. Uh, You know, they say, well, yeah, Canadians like to buy things on sale and whatnot. I don't think it's because we're more pragmatic. I think it's because we have to because we're broke because our housing is so damn expensive and things have gotten so expensive. You go to Loblaws and what Dustin posted a photo of two bags of chips for $9 and they would have been a buck 99 before the pandemic. I mean, we're getting gouged. I don't care what Sylvain Charlebois says, but uh, you know, these grocery stores are absolutely gouging us because I went to whole foods and I paid three bucks less for a huge thing of iced coffee than I would have at Loblaws. So uh, we are getting gouged at these stores. There's no question there. I should probably do a separate podcast on this because it does piss me off a bit. Juan, yeah.
0: well, what do you think is going to happen with these Nordstrom box stores? Like we talked about it before, but let's have you had any more time to think about that?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I don't have a lot of insider, or I don't have a lot of insight into this right now, other than what I think. I, I did, a, I've done TV and radio discussing this uh, for a few months now. But uh, my expectation, and we even did a podcast on this, is that the Nordstrom Rack stores will probably be pretty easy to be picked up uh, uh, by retailers. The Young and Blur location is probably going to go to some big brand that uh, we all know. Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I know which one. I'm just saying it'll probably be a household name or something because they can afford the rent and it's a big spot. And, so you might see a big something in there that's like a big Nike flagship store. And I'm totally just making that up. That is not in any way anything that I've even heard of being negotiated. So that's why I'm saying it. But it might be a good place for a Nike flagship store, by the way, if anybody's out there brokering that deal and <laughs> and uh uh but you know, the other Nordstrom rack stores, they run between thirty and forty thousand square feet typically here in Canada. And they might go to a boutique grocery store or maybe uh, uh you know sport check might open and that's not going to be hard, but it's these bigger Nordstrom stores that are spanning anywhere from about 140,000 square feet to about 230,000 square feet. Uh, those are going to have to be filled and you know, La Maison Simons may have an opportunity to go into, uh, some of these boxes. I don't know if Simons has the money to do it, but you never know. Um, in downtown, these, these boxes could be split up. I'm thinking primarily Toronto and Vancouver, but, Um, it costs millions and millions of dollars to do that. I mean, in Vancouver at the CF Pacific Center, you've got a Nordstrom store. Uh, There's, you know, fire stairs. There's, uh, you know, components to this old Eaton's building, which are going to be quite challenging to have to repurpose if they want to turn this into a shopping mall. Um, so, So we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen there. But, hey, I mean, Cadillac Fairview lost a lot of money with this Nordstrom situation here. Five of those six department stores we're in Cadillac Fairview malls. One is an Oxford mall being Yorkdale. Uh, So Cadillac Fairview, I'm sure is going to want to somehow recoup as much as they can on this disaster of Nordstrom leaving. I think that our landlords up here in Canada are generally in a better shape than uh, what we're seeing in the United States. Our real estate is more valuable. uh, Typically uh, in these cities here, Uh, we have less retail space per person. Uh, uh, So I'm less, if this had happened in the United States, I'd be more worried if I was American doing this report. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and do you have anything to kind of wrap up and final thoughts here?
1: I uh, also optimistic and, and I think that we're going to see some interesting stuff happen in Canada over the next few years. I, I don't think this is an end of the world situation. I think it's a matter of adapting and doing something new, but uh, it'll be interesting to watch. So really what we'll do is we'll keep our ear, ear to the ground, see what we can hear. And uh, uh, eventually we'll be reporting on what's going to be replacing these Nordstrom stores, uh, be it the full sized ones as well as Nordstrom Racks. So it's going to be, uh, an interesting and exciting time to be uh, reporting here at Retail Insider, as it always is. Well, and thank you very much for going through this with me. It's, again, it's a farewell to Nordstrom, pretty much. So, But otherwise, talk to you next week. Thank you so much, Lee. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now.